It's time for the May 17th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events, broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. You know, if you were listening earlier, I think Mahler... He's been wearing an aluminum pyramid on his head, mm-hmm. and I think that messed up the the beginning of the show. Well, I, I think all that all that reflective material. Mahler, was, I thought that he looks a, like a fool. Yeah, well, you thought, look like a fool, Mahler. A I thought, fool. I thought, yeah, yeah, a fool. Yeah, a fool. Yeah, a fool with an aluminum pyramid on your head. Yeah. Yeah, I, what I, you an know, idiot. Sure, is that Mylar or aluminum? That's probably aluminum. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it. All right. Well, shoot. <sighs> All right. Scientists are warning the planet has now reached a, glim, a grim climate milestone. Mm-hmm. Not seen for two or three million years. It's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration says the amount of heat-trapping carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has topped 400 parts per million which is one more than 399 parts per million, which it was not too long ago. But apparently this is kind of one of those, you know, end of the New Year's Eve kind of things. Mm -hmm. A a, a milestone which really doesn't mean anything except it clicks in people's head. Yes. The 400 parts per million threshold has been an important marker in the U.N. climate change negotiations. In other words, when you get there, you might as well kiss your uh, bum goodbye. Widely recognized as a dangerous level that could drastically worsen human-caused global warming, of which, um, in a recent study, uh, 97% of all scientists who have looked into global warming agree that it's human-caused. Yeah. 97%. Yeah. I would say that's consensus. Yes, that is. And by the way, that's one of the last, uh, and I'll say Republicans, this is predominantly who are denying this is happening, the, as the last sort of uh, line of defense in 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 their in their uh, arguments against the fact that global warming is occurring, they say, "Well, it may not be human caused. Yeah, it may you yeah, know it's just a natural a cycle, ages. you know that that, that happens yeah. every few thousand years." No, you know how we always look at the dark ages as being this time of ignorance in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Former Pakistani Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif is on the verge of returning to office more than a decade after his ouster in a military coup. Sharif placed first in Pakistan's elections and is now in talks to form a coalition government. The former cricket star turned politician Imran Khan, a vocal campaigner against political corruption and the U.S. drone war, Mm -hmm. also had a strong showing at the polls. Khan's PTI party gained as many as 30 seats after previously holding just one. No oh, good. Khan has vowed to hold protests against Sharif's victory over allegations of vote rigging. More than 150 people were killed in violence surrounding the vote, including 24 on election day. The voting day went fairly smoothly, said a national columnist, by Pakistani standards. Mm-hmm. Hardly anyone yeah. died. Yeah. Bada bing. Yeah. President Obama and Prime Minister David Cameron are pledging to work together to ramp up pressure against Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. Obama spoke after a meeting with Cameron during the British leader's visit to Washington. Turkey accused the Syrian government of detonating car bombs. 
So here we go again. Mm -hmm. That killed 43 people and injured 140 outside the post office and city hall of a Turkish border town. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. the BBC has been shown has shown evidence. They have evidence, apparently corroborating reports of a chemical attack in Syria last month. A BBC correspondent who visited the northern town of Sharakek was told by eyewitnesses that government helicopters had dropped at least two devices containing poisonous gas. So a British journalist is reporting that that's what Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, BBC. Uh, yeah. Uh, the government has vehemently denied claims it has used chemical agents. Mm. The U.S. has warned that such development would be a red line for possible intervention. So this is all kind of coming together where we're looking for another coalition of the willing here. Right, right. <sighs> on Syria, another yeah. quick, uh, the uh, death toll by a UN General Assembly uh, report says that it's the, the two-year civil war has caused at least 80,000 deaths. Yeah. And the, uh, the amount of, of refugees fleeing Syria is said to be close to 2 million people have fled from Syria. Hmm. And remember last week when we were talking about uh, Efrain Rios Mont, yes. we were saying that it looks like he's, because of certain developments in the trial, going to get off the hook. They dismissed a lot of the uh, evidence that, mm. uh, mm -hmm. which would have really uh, doomed him. But apparently uh, we were wrong, mm. much to my happiness. Mm -hmm. Former U.S.-backed Guatemalan dictator Efrain Rios Mont spent his first days in prison after being convicted of genocide. Mm. Last Friday, a three-judge panel found Rios Montt guilty of overseeing the slaughter of more than 1,700 people in Guatemala's Ixil region after seizing power in 1982. The conviction marked the first time a former head of state had been found guilty of genocide in his or her own country. His or her. Afraid to say they're there. Yes. Aren't you, copywriter? Right. During the two-month trial, nearly 100 witnesses testified of massacres, torture, and rape by state forces. Many wept and cheered in celebration after the verdict was read. The judge in the case has instructed prosecutors to launch an immediate investigation of all others connected to the crimes. And Guatemalan President Otto Perez Molina was among those implicated during the trial's testimony. Mm. Hey, the current well, president. Yeah. President Molina served as a regional commander under Rios Montt using a different name. I think his name was Stinky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stinky Molina. Command, commander Stinky, yeah. yeah. In an interview with CNN, Perez Molina denied that a genocide ever occurred. Well. Huh? What genocide? Ooh, yeah, and what? said he would support Rios Montt's appeal. So I guess we're going to be in for another trial. Another round. Uh, by the way, I think it's kind of important, sort of, kind of, that uh, the Guatemalan uh, government of Rios Montt uh, got a lot of support, financial, military, and otherwise, from the United States government during uh -huh. that period of time. Uh -huh. Ronald Reagan's administration uh -huh. was vocal, calling many of the people who were involved with the, uh, what they call the, El the Salvadorian um, freedom fighters, yeah. called them freedom fighters, uh, and that region of the world was, uh, you know, kind of a... Yeah. Kind of a place where we sent a lot of stuff, military and otherwise. I yeah. So you're talking about that, uh, yes. well, despicable president we had during the uh, 70s? In my opinion, 
late 70s the into the most destructive 80s. president 80s. Yeah. Uh, of, of, of my lifetime yeah. yes yes well he opened the floodgates yeah he, to all sorts of ugly I, behavior i will say and was canonized for can, it they wanted to they name airports and they want to put him on mount rushmore uh uh, I will say he did come very, very close to reaching an agreement with the Soviet Union to dismantle our, our nuclear arsenal. To that, he did, for, for that, he re- deserves some credit. Very close. Very close. But no cigar. They had a handshake agreement, but yeah. then, then the adults got into the room and yeah. everybody, you know, then reason prevailed. Here's an idea. Why not have a, like, uh, alternative, uh, uh, what's that called, Mount Rushmore? Somewhere else in the world, right. where you can put up all the great dictators, right. or the not so great dictators, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Put Rios yeah. Mont in there, the mountain of shame. Whoever else you want to put in the mountain of, and shame. then also maybe uh, Reagan can finally get his name and yeah. or his face in stone. Yeah, Carved. and people can go there and hurl things at it. <laughs> you know, I like that idea. Yeah. I, think, I do too, yeah, Nathan. I, th- I do. I think I think you can get a lot of funds together to get this off the ground. <laughs> Oh, all right. That might be the first time that I've ever thrown shite at someone <laughs> or something. Something. Yeah. On a purpose. retail giant. Yeah. I don't know. I always love these. Retail giant. Walmart has been tied to the collapse of Bangladesh's industrial building where more than 1,100 workers died last month. Mm-hmm. New York Times reports documents found in the rubble show a contractor had hired one of the building's factories to produce jeans for Walmart stores. No. The contract was over a year old, and Walmart maintains it was not using the factory when the collapse occurred, only when the crack in the building was made. Just kidding about that. No, okay. That last like... But it, it could have been. I mean, so you're not using it? Uh, you know, why? Because you couldn't get a low enough price, you know, for, that... for, the, for the labor there, yeah, probably. Right, right. On Tuesday, Walmart reaffirmed its rejection of a plan requiring firms that profit from low wages in Bangladesh to help pay for fire, safety, and building improvements at factories. That's kind of them, don't you think? Yeah, it is. These rich bastards, the Walmart family, uh, won't even put up funds after a horrific disaster that killed thousands of people to help make things safer in the very countries that allow them to sell things at their discount prices. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Gap also refused to enter into an agreement. That absolutely, would, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So Walmart's conducting its own safety review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they've sent a bunch of store greeters over there to look over the situation. <laughs> they're, hi, they're, yeah. They're, hi, some problem? Hi, hi, hey, hey, hey there, neighbor. Wait, Come on in. Uh, by the way, their idea of uh, uh, conducting a uh, safety uh, examination means: Are we safe from any lawsuits? That's exactly. probably their idea. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, here's a little aside here: A Swedish man known only as Hassa, Hassa, mm-hmm. died after attempting to have sex with a wasp's nest. Oh. Hassa was so bloated after um, the you know after yeah, well doing stung. what he did. A neighbor who was first at the scene thought he was looking at a whale carcass. Oh my god! Hassa reportedly died an hour after being discovered, so they took the whale carcass to the hospital. An investigation and autopsy led police to conclude that Hassa had tried to have sexual intercourse with a wasp's nest. His body was covered by 146 stings, including 54 on his genitals. Traces of semen were found on dead wasps inside the nest, oh my. which had collected a few pubic hairs at its entrance. 
Was he was seriously? Was do we know if he was drunk? Were they blood alcohol? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what. I don't know. Did that he that... think that there was some extra sensation involved by being stung at the same time? He, I, you know what I mean? What was? Well, never mind. We don't need to go there. I guess. <laughs> We may never know. We may never know. Uh huh. Wow. It's best I'm done we with don't. international. I just thought I'd leave the international news scene yeah. right there. I guess that it really is the definition of thinning the herd, isn't it? When you find out somebody. Yeah. 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 What do you be... think about thinning the herd, Mahler? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Boy, he sounds good, doesn't he? Yeah. Boy. Yeah, where was he? Where were you, Mahler? Uh, he doesn't know. He, doesn't know. he has no idea. What a maroon. So, we've yeah. left international news. I hope so. We have? You don't have anything? Boy, that just kind of snuck up on me, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of domestic news. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, there is. You know, you know, before we get going too far here. Shoe factory. Mm-hmm. Did, did we thank everybody for the, uh, the wonderful uh, donations to KUCI? Maybe not, maybe not, a, not here. Not properly. Yeah. Not formally. Yeah. Well, do you think we should? I think we should. Yeah. Mahler thinks so, too. Good God, Mahler. What is it? Thank you? For what? Why are we still here? You had people complain about us during the fun drive? Oh, Jesus. What a guy. Is he really, is yeah. he our friend? I mean, is he really with us on yeah, this stuff? I, I wonder sometimes about, oh, we'll see. Yeah, that answers your question. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now, once again, it's time for Drones in the News. Yes, Mahler, Drones in the News. Uh, a drone the size of a fighter jet took off from the deck of an American aircraft carrier for the first time in a test flight that could eventually open the way for the U.S. to launch unmanned aircraft from just about any place in the world. Yeah. The X-47B is the first drone designed to take off and land on a carrier, meaning the U.S. military would not need permission from other countries to use their bases. We can just ramp up outside their... Uh, really? Out in the ocean. Yeah. Whoop. Out goes the drone. Oh, well, that's true. You yeah. can park it in the Indian Ocean or yeah. in the Gulf or something, and you'd be okay. Yeah, that's The true. new Joint Strike Fighter jet, which isn't the drone. It's not the X-47B. Mm. But the new Joint Strike Fighter jet. Mm-hmm. Who comes up with these names? Somebody somebody who, who had a career in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Someone called me a Joint Strike Fighter once, but I don't <laughs> think that's what they meant. I doubt that's Anyway, what this meant. new jet might be the last manned fighter the U.S. ever builds. They're so expensive, they're so complex, and you put a human at risk every time it takes off from a carrier, said James Lewis, senior fellow at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington. Also in Drones in the News, five years after it walked away from a U.S. Navy program to provide unmanned surveillance aircraft for Australia, Mm -hmm. the government there has asked for the U.S. for renewed access to the technology Australia will spend between two billion and three billion for uh, drones. Really? Yeah. Good day, mate. Yeah. Also in drones in the news for the past several years, researchers at MIT and uh, the modern dance company Palobolus. You, you've heard of them? I do know of yeah, them. Yeah, they do kind of 
wacky modern things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're cool. all right. They're, you know, they're a little bit, they're kind of like... Uh, blue Man Crew. Yeah, the, uh, a thinking man's Blue Man yeah. Crew, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Palobalus has teamed up to explore the interactions between humans and robots as the line between man and machines continues to blur, or so they say. Or so they say. Yeah. Singularity. In a dance piece called Seraph, mm-hmm. a single male dancer slinks around on stage, carefully studying a small LED-lit object. The machine charges at him, and he rolls away, terrified. Oh, yeah. Um, the machine, a quadrotor helicopter, mm-hmm. which are the ones they, I mean, you see most of. Mm-hmm. People are getting those all the time. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like four-pod thing that goes up and down real easily. Right, right. Anyway, a uh, quadrotor helicopter takes off, and his fear quickly turns to intrigue. So he's on stage. They got a drone on their stage, mm-hmm. on the stage with him. The copter swoops over his head. He dives under it. Within minutes, a second drone emerges, Ooh. chasing him off stage. Oh, ominous. Mm. Ominous. Oh, I'm going to go see that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Also in Drones in the News, the Electric Power Research Institute sees drones as potentially powerful tools to respond to power outages after big storms. This is good news. Yeah. The nonprofit research group believes drones could be used to gather information about damage and help crews quickly restore electricity to customers. You say, uh, not so big a deal, Nathan. No. But what happens here is uh, these days when a massive storm hits a city and causes a power outage, the first people out there are just crews to assess the problem. And that kind of boots-on-the-ground response takes a lot of time and money. Yeah, yeah. A drone could quickly survey the area and even gain access to places with heavy damage and downed trees, which might be blocking roads and blocking access to them. So drones could really help out there. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree. I mean, like, as an example, three years ago, two years ago, I guess, Fukushima, you could send drones in there to assess the damage. That would be great uh, use of them. um, There's all kinds of – so every time we have a, you know, earth-altering – Disaster, we send yeah. drones in there. Is that makes me feel good? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, also in drones in the news, yeah, concern that border surveillance drones might fly over much of Southern California. Mm-hmm. Senator Dianne Feinstein, mm-hmm. right here, Our successfully own? amended the proposed Senate. Was that her? Was that her Tinkerbell yeah, ring? She, I heard? Every time, every, every time, time you mention Dianne Feinstein, sh- an angel gets its wings. Wow, yeah. That's anyway, how. she successfully amended the proposed Senate Immigration Overhaul Bill to limit such flights to within three miles of the Mexican border. So she wants drones confined to the border. Hmm. The restriction, if it becomes law, would make it difficult to use predator drones effectively and efficiently in the area because they require considerable airspace to turn. That that doesn't make sense to me. It requires three more three more than three miles to turn for a drone. I mean, I can imagine it takes in, well, in certain areas you'd want to, you know, if you were two and three quarter miles away from the border. Well, it's got to depend on how yeah. big the drone is, right? I mean, I that, guess. That's, uh, well, they're saying the predator drone. I don't know. This just seems like a way to get more surveillance, but I'm sure it can be negotiated. I'm how sure. many miles do you need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now into the meat, the meat the and potatoes, meat. the stuff. Yeah, this the stuff is what we're talking that the, about. That the legion we're... of of Weekly Signals people turn into tune on, tune in. Tune God, in, I can't talk. Turn, turn on and, and drop out. 
Yeah, I don't know if they drop out. And do they stuff. drop in. And they drop it. Drop in. All right. Turn Go ahead. out. Tune late, on. Late on me. The Obama administration forced the acting commissioner of the IRS, that would be the Internal Revenue Service, mm-hmm. to you. Why internal? I guess it's just because you know. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's your revenue. Stephen Miller mm-hmm. forced to resign after an uproar uproar over the extra scrutiny of Tea Party and other right wing groups seeking to become tax exempt. Mm -hmm. Miller was aware employees were targeting conservative groups in May 2012, but didn't tell Congress about it when he testified before an oversight committee in July, despite being questioned on the very issue. Mm. Bad boy. That is bad. Didn't you know this would come back and bite your bum? Exactly. The IRS singled out organizations with the terms Tea Party, 9-11, or Patriots in the names while investigating who qualifies as social welfare organizations under U.S. tax law. The IRS turned to the controversial vetting process. They did this, in other words. Mm -hmm. They looked for groups like Tea Party in their name after becoming flooded with applications for tax-exempt status in the aftermath of the 2010 Supreme Court decision, Citizens United. Mm-hmm. So that was a bad ruling in the first place. Right. The IRS gets flooded with applications. Right. Probably many of them w- from groups that said Tea Party, 9-11, and uh, Patriots in the name. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of these were not on the up and up. Exactly. They wanted tax breaks. And the IRS said, we have a pattern running here. Let's look into it. Let, let's just say, for the record, this is a bad idea for the government to uh, use the IRS to be investigating political activity, political groups who want to organize. I completely and totally agree. But let's look at the facts. Cincinnati was the office in which all of these applications were funneled, so they had one central location. Secondly, over the last many years, the Republicans have been defunding the IRS and systematically defunding it so that the ability to monitor anybody for anything is de- greatly diminished now. Yeah. We don't have much of a an enforcement mechanism within the IRS. It's been essentially gutted. So they were trying to get a handle on the flood of thousands of these applications that were coming in from a one consistent area of uh, the Tea Party uh, um, from from conservative groups. Conservative Republic. Yeah. All they were really seeking to do is to make sure that these 501c4s, which is what they claim to be, is that they are in fact involved in some way a social welfare agent. That's what they're supposed yeah. to be. Now, the problem was is that years ago, 1959, Congress changed it from saying exclusively a social welfare agency to a primarily welfare. That change in that one word uh-huh. – open the floodgates for these things to be manipulated into political front groups. Yeah. So I understand the desire on the part of the IRS to just make sure that this is on the up and up. Did they overstep? Maybe they did. Maybe that we'll find out. But this hysteria now provides the right wing with this political cover. Anytime anyone says anything bad about a 51C4 that has patriot patriot uh, name in, in it, then people are going to scream political repression. And now they have sort of a get-out-of-free-jail card. Yeah. And it pisses me off yeah. because this is a legitimate issue. That, and I, I would say that about left-wing organizations who are manipulating the system as well. Yeah. This is they, Now they can do whatever the hell they want and say, oh, we're being repressed by the government yeah. for legitimate well, purposes. It, it allows uh, uh, Obama yes. to backpedal on the issue and make special concessions right. To, right. to groups that are, in fact, really uh, – 
breaking the law or at least stretching the uh, requirements for getting tax exemption. Fl- flood, yeah. and these are front groups, groups for major as, major corporations yeah, and major yeah. uh, funders who are seeking to overturn the electoral process. Yeah, as well, far as such as Carl Rove's Crossroads yeah. GPS, yeah. which claimed to be a uh, social welfare organization while spending tens of millions of dollars on political operations. That's right. That's right. You Look, call it what it is. It's A 51C4 is a nonprofit that's designed to do social welfare. Don't turn it, don't, don't contort it into a political organization and claim that you're something else. Yeah. Fronting for Sheldon Adelson and if you want to say Paul, uh, Soros and all the rest of them, fine. That's fine as well. But don't this – is, this is a bad, bad way that we're going. People yeah. are going to run away from this, pretend like it – that, you know, that it's something it isn't. We don't like the IRS. Therefore, right, this right. is a bad thing that right. the IRS is exactly doing when right. in fact it's the Supreme Court who, court who set this whole thing exactly up with right. Citizens United. They should – Overturn that decision. That's right. Attorney General Eric Holder appeared before Congress uh, amidst the controversy over government spying on the Associated Press. Now, this is a scandal. This is a scandal. This is a scandal. The Justice Department admitted to seizing the work, home, and cell phone records of almost 100 AP reporters and editors. The action came as part of a probe that into leaks behind an AP story about how U.S. intelligence thwarted a Yemen-based al-Qaeda bombing plot on a U.S.-bound airplane. Mm-hmm. Holder said the subpoena was not his decision after having recused himself from the case last year. And meanwhile, the, the problem, of course, is is that this is putting a clamp on any sort of uh, reporting in, in, we we have such a closed system anyway. Right. Reporters are usually just regurgitating press releases that the government hands them. That's right. The 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 press has been uh, because of the internet mm-hmm. been pared down so much that investigative reporting is a rarity. Yes, real uh, true investigative reporting. You're and, right. And and now we have the Justice Department uh, squeezing them. Well, and, uh, and, and really not getting at, subpoenas. I yeah. mean, this is just a kind of a fishing expedition yeah. with no real legal um, uh, backing to it. This is just an attempt. Yeah, as you said, you know, they're spying on our reporters. And by the way, the uh, the administration has asked Charles Schumer, um, the senator from New York, to reintroduce federal shield law legislation that protects the yeah. media from subpoenas. So now they're trying to try to rig uh, trying to work the umpires, in, in a sense, yeah. on this one, trying to get the law changed so that it's easier for them to do what they did illegally this time. The U.S. Supreme Court unanimously ruled in favor of Monsanto in a case about the use of its patented seeds. Indiana farmer Vernon Hugh Bowman had been ordered by a lower court to pay more than $84,000 after planting a mix of seeds he bought from a grain elevator some of the plants contained Monsanto's herbicide-resistant genetic trait known as Roundup Ready, which is found in roughly 90% of U.S. soybeans. Monsanto accused Bowman of using their technology without paying for it, and the Supreme Court agreed, finding farmers must pay Monsanto every time they plant its seeds. While the case could be 
could have wide implications beyond agriculture. Uh, Justice Elena Kagan wrote that Monday's ruling was limited addressing the situation before us rather than everyone involving a self-replicating product. We'll see how that goes. Uh-huh. But uh, Terrible. Yeah. Really what's going on here is uh, the very university that's broadcasting this show and the entire University of California system uh, was part of uh, Monsanto's lawsuit against uh, Vernon Hugh Bowman because the research and development here on this university uh, is helping Monsanto develop these Roundup-ready products. So the university should be ashamed of itself, although it's probably celebrating because it screwed over a farmer. Yeah, I, and yeah, I say, and, screw you, Chancellor Drake, yeah, if, unless you come out and, and really uh, delineate the problem here. Screw you, Chancellor Drake. We, and this is the thing. This, this Monsanto is trying to corner the market on seeds. That's just not a good idea yeah. for one corporation or even a couple of different corporations to corner the market on the essence, the essential building blocks of life, right? These are these – are, these are, um, you know, wheat and other products that we use and need and everything else. It's just crazy. It is. Oh, did I say screw you, Chancellor Drake? Yeah, I think oh. you did. Yeah, well, oh. I shouldn't really say that. He's just a gutless lackey. Oh, well, see, yeah. that, now you've clarified it. Yeah. I feel much better now. Uh-huh. A Philadelphia jury found abortion doctor Kermit Gosnell guilty of three counts of first-degree murder for the killings of fetuses that were reportedly born alive in an uh. unsanitary clinic described by prosecutors... Prosecutors as a house of horrors. Gosnell was also found guilty of involuntary manslaughter for the death of a 41-year-old patient who was allegedly given an overdose of anesthesia. Gosnell's abuses had been condemned on both sides of the abortion debate. Anti-choice critics have used the case to demonize abortion providers. And pro-choice groups say it highlights the need to preserve access to safe, affordable care for all. Gosnell could face the death penalty. It just sounds horrific. I'm just Absolutely gonna, horrific. I'm going to go with what, what's been uh, in the news. Ugh. On the top of the news, actress Angelina Jolie revealed she recently underwent a double mastectomy after finding out she had roughly a 87% chance of developing breast cancer. And the test revealed uh, Jolie had a mutation in a gene called BRCA1, or breast cancer 1, and the test cost about $3,000. Now, this all ties in to uh, Monsanto, though. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The firm Myriad Genetics owns patents on BRCA1 and a similar gene, BRCA2, meaning it has, Myriad has, the authority to stop all research on the genes and is the only company that conduct any tests, any tests on this. So that way they can charge $3,000 They can test. not only charge $3,000, but what they're doing is uh, making research run slower. Unbelievable. So if, if you, you know, in, instead of, uh, you know, giving to cancer research, maybe we should pay more attention to what the Supreme Court is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because eventually yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're hoping that maybe uh, intellectual property property rights will loosen up a bit and that people can actually do research and help people rather than uh, help companies. The American Civil Liberties Union argued against these patents before the Supreme Court earlier this month, and a decision is expected in June. We'll see how the Supreme Court goes on that, yeah. whether they they do an old Monsanto run. Right. Federal regulators have bowed to a Wall Street pushback against new rules to oversee the trading of derivatives. 
The Commodity Futures Trading Commission had been planning on imposing a rule requiring asset managers to seek quotes from five different banks, and now they only want to go to two different banks. So they're they're kind of cutting down on... But they're not really regulating it yeah. to the degree they should, right? Yeah. But they're cutting it down to only two banks can yeah. do it. Well, well reg- I feel so much better now. Yeah. So those two banks will be ex- enormously powerful uh-huh. and, and wealthy. Thank New you. figures show the U.S. government is reaping a huge windfall off the interest on student loans. The Congressional Budget Office is forecasting a profit of $50.6 billion from the interest it charges students paying back their college debt. The figure is 43% higher than an initial estimate of $35.5 billion, so it's now $50 billion. The news comes days after Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren introduced measures that would lower student loan rates to 0.75%, the same rate given to big banks. I think that's fair. Wow, she's crazy. More that, than what's fair. That, who would stop that, Senator Warren? Yeah. What the hell's that about? Okay, rates, wow. rates for government subsidized Stafford student loans are set to double in July to six point eight percent. Meanwhile, big banks seven point seven five percent. And by the way, a statistic that bears repeating: that the accumulated debt of student loans is greater than the accumulated debt from consumer credit card debt. It's greater. There's more money owed yeah. by students with student debts than the rest of the uh, the America population yeah. who has consumer debt on their credit card combined. Meanwhile, so, let's get you. rid of Social Security so all the students can uh, yeah. get old and have nothing to support them yeah. in their age. And in the meantime, there'll be tens of thousands of dollars in debt well into their 30s and 40s. So, yeah. 50s. 50s. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, how long? So, In a follow-up to last week's story, the U.S. State Department ordered the nonprofit organization Defense Distributive to remove blueprints from for a working 3D printable handgun from its website. But so it, got, it got out there, BitTorrent. It it's yeah, out there. 100,000 times it was downloaded. Okay, yeah. there you go. Well, here's a good one. Academic researchers have found that breathing motor vehicle emissions triggers a change in high-density lipoprotein. That would be HDL, cholesterol, altering its cardiovascular protective qualities so that it actually contributes to clogged arteries. Nice. Yeah. In addition to changing HDL from good to bad, the inhalation of emissions activates other components of oxidation, the early cell and tissue damage that causes inflammation, leading to hardening of the arteries. So another, another contributing factor, if you live in a city... And cars are all around you, and yeah. you're inhaling this toxic material. You're more likely to gain weight. Yeah, it sounds like, well, and harden, also you're, you're and more harden, likely to have heart arteries, heart arteries. Yeah. and heart attacks. And yeah, oh, oh nice. boy. Okay. Scientists at Oregon Health and Science University and the Oregon National Primate Research Center successfully reprogrammed human skin cells to become embryonic stem cells capable of transforming into other types of cell in the body. So this is a this oh, is big big advance. Sounds... It's believed that stem cell therapies hold the promise of replacing cells damaged through injury or illness, such as uh, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, mm-hmm. cardiac disease. So hey, fantastic! If you're breathing all that bad air, mm-hmm. there's hope for you. Okay. Uh huh. Spinal cord injuries, things like that. All right. In a follow up to last week again. Just want to say that ag gag bill that mm-hmm. Tennessee Governor uh, Bill Haslam had in, on his desk 
He vetoed the ag-gag bill that bill would have criminalized undercover investigations of agribusiness operations and stables. So that's good. It's not going to be criminalized if you just happen to uh, take your iPhone out and capture uh, unseemly practices mm-hmm. at uh, agribusinesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Missouri cinema apologized for hiring an actor dressed in body armor and carrying a fake rifle to appear at the screening of Iron Man 3. This is not a good idea. No. Yeah. I don't know who thought that welcome was Welcome to good our theater. Idea. Yeah, welcome yeah, to our this theater. This isn't a real gun. Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't real body armor. Well, maybe Aber- it is real body yeah. armor. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Abercrombie and Fitch CEO Michael Jeffries issued a semi-apology for saying that he doesn't want fat or not-so-cool kids wearing his company's clothes. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't make large sizes there. And and when they when he was asked in 2006 in an interview there, when they asked him why not, he said, "Well, you know, my clothes. Uh, some people aren't shouldn't wear them. Mm. Not the fat ones and the not so cool ones should not wear these." Wow. Yeah. You know he really is a uh, a dick. Yeah. 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 Well. And the American Gerbil Society held its annual pageant. All right. Anyone can buy a $12 gerbil, said the society's vice president, and get into the spirit of gerbil showing and gerbil agility. See, you know, if it weren't for the urban folklore attached to gerbils now, yeah. that would not, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a whole other layer of meaning there, doesn't it? Hey, Mahler, you have a gerbil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, oh, gerbils bad. can be. Gerbils are probably very yeah. kind, loving little animals, yeah. but now yeah. they've been turned into a sex toy, and God knows what that means. A sex toy, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, guess. I don't know if that's interest I, on Mahler's part or, or I what. I don't want to know. Yeah. Oh, anything else? For oh me yeah, I got. To, I want to end on some good news. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, the co-author of the report, the controversial report, the immigration study by Right Wing Heritage Foundation, saying that uh, uh, that uh, Hispanics had a lower IQ and that they probably could never be brought up to proper, you know, intelligence level. This guy, Jason Ridgewine, was forced to resign. Yeah. From the Heritage Foundation. I mean, I guess that's good news. The Her- Heritage Foundation is a pile that, of steaming like, pile of crap anyway. Yeah, that this guy was actually in charge of an organization that put many presidents in power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Reagan, really. I think yeah. it came about, the Heritage Foundation came about when he was yep. running for president. Uh, the There's reports now that the CIA was relying on Libyan militia to guard the Benghazi compound. They Uh-oh. didn't show up the day of the attack and refused to join the rescue effort. So... Hmm. Maybe there was a reason why the White House was wondering who was involved in the attack since they had militia guarding the compound. By the way, it wasn't an embassy. It was, in fact, an intelligent outpost that was under the uh, State Department operation. So it's all this stuff about the embassy being attacked is is, uh, conflating it. Um, uh, I had some other good stuff here. I just, uh, you know, keep talking. Keep talking. Talking amongst yourself. I need to talk? Uh, the, I'll show you the life uh, of the mind. Okay, Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton signed into law for the state of, of Minnesota, a same-sex marriage law, which went into effect yeah. this week. Good news. I had I guess. this. I guess. I mean, if, if you like one, being married. One more. Uh, uh, DNA evidence uh, could clear a death row, Florida death row prisoner, but they still seem to be hell-bent to kill him anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got some DNA. And they got some DNA. Did some scraping. I had some good. Oh, there yeah. was a Colorado congressman who really went off in a hearing 
uh, blasting Eric Holder for the continuing drug war. Oh, war yeah, marijuana. yeah. Really laid into him. Go, go, uh, yeah. go. The Pew, he said, Stephen Cohen is his name, congressman from Colorado, yeah. said, the Pew Research Institute shows 52% of Americans think marijuana should be, not just be illegal. I mean, should not be illegal. They believe that it should be for, rec, you know, your use of uh, recreational use. Why are you continuing to prosecute this oh. war against the American people? Oh, by the way, did I say screw you, Eric Holder? I No, uh, you said... No, 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 that was somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah, yeah, screw you, Eric Holder. I think I think Eric Holder is in the running for the worst attorney general, uh, maybe of my lifetime. Yeah, I mean that's saying something. We yeah. had Ed Meese, yeah. we had uh, uh, Mitchell, John yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, these were yeah, yeah, these yeah. were steaming piles. Uh, we had John yeah. Ashcroft. We had Ooh. we've had some bad ones. Yeah, bad ones. But this guy, yeah. by omission, is is really you know yeah. he's an up and comer. Yeah. yeah, and finally, several buildings in Great Falls, Montana, were evacuated after discarded boxes of educational scratch-and-sniff cards made to smell like natural gas were mistaken for a gas leak. In a, in a sense, in a sense, said an official for the company that produced the cards, it worked the way it was supposed to. 